Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Jubal Show on demand. One senior prank cost the school over $4,000 and a bunch of students might be going to jail. This is wild. <laughs> it's the Jubal Show. A school in North Carolina, Williams High School, students there for their senior prank poured cement into the toilets. Uh. <laughs> And caused over $4,000 in damage. And, of course, police had to be call- called to. And they're still trying to clean up. They overturned desks. They damaged lockers. They graffitied everywhere. They egged the place. And they trashed the whole high school, basically. That's not a prank. Mm. No, this is vandalism. Yeah, that is, that is 100% vandalism. That's your senior vandalism. But that is not a prank at all. But that was their senior prank. And now they're in a lot of trouble. Call us up. 888-343-1061. 888-343-1061. Did you do a senior prank? And was it actually a prank? Or was it just destroying the school? Yeah. What's the line? Like, was there? I know there's like a fine line of like getting arrested and just doing it as a prank. But what is that line? Like, what would y'all consider? I don't know that that's defined. Because no. whatever, sometimes people think things are funny that others don't. Like, they right. really thought it was funny that they put cement in the toilets. Like, in my high school, it was, I was a junior. So the seniors, when I was a junior, decided somehow to go get a bunch of chickens, <laughs> live chickens, and release them in the hallways. So, to me, that's terrible and, like, animal abuse. (laughs) While all these, like, live chickens, once we, like, got out of class, you know, in in between whatever. I don't even remember how to talk like that. In between classes, they were just flying everywhere. Oh, wow. See, that's more of a prank, though. They had feathers, and they were were so scared. So, to me, like, see, some people feel like that's a prank. I feel like that's terrible. So, you felt like it was wrong to those chickens (laughs) to have to go to high school for a little while. Yeah. They were so scared. Yeah. I felt so bad for the chickens. But I think... I think, to answer your question, Victoria, to me, if you're damaging property, that would be not a prank. You know what I mean? But like, like there was damaging a, property. There was a class that my school had and they painted on top of the school like a flag and their year. And so technically that's it's not necessarily damaging property, but they painted like on the roof, but they didn't get in trouble. Like the school loved it and they kept it up. 
So. They did? Yes, and it's still there. So that, that's so. not a senior prank either. Well, I that's, guess you just never know. Yeah. That's artistic expression. <laughs> exactly. That's a really cool thing that that senior class did. We're going to keep that up there. I, it's funny to what people call a prank when they do their senior pranks. I, know, I don't even know if the school that I went to had one. They, they probably did. I wasn't involved in it, obviously, if there was one. <laughs> um, but I didn't really pay much attention to anything in high school, so I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't remember anything happening as a senior prank. But then again, I probably ditched school that day, so I have no idea. <laughs> so um, you did senior ditch day? <laughs> yes, I did that starting in fifth grade. Wow, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> overachiever. Hello, Mackenzie. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. What was your senior prank? When I was in high school, there was a bunch of people who put, like, baby oil on the stairs so people could oh. fall. Oh, okay. <laughs> My class did that. Uh, they did? They did? It was bad. <laughs> yep. Cool. So, okay, so is that a prank or is that, like, attempted murder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did anybody get injured? That's a valid question. Uh, not super horribly, but, you know, a bunch of people fell. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But nobody got super horribly injured. I mean, a couple people did get concussions, and that one guy lost an arm, but whatever. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. but it's fine. Thank you, Mackenzie. Did you guys get in trouble for your senior prank? Well, that wasn't my senior prank, but I'm sure they got in some trouble. Well, what was your senior prank? Hmm. Well, I, I didn't actually do one. I'm a lame-o. Me too. <laughs> Wait, I didn't Mac- do it either. Mackenzie, how did y'all clean it up? That was our biggest problem, and we that's why we got in a lot of trouble. Because baby oil is hard to clean up. Oh, that's probably why they got in trouble, too. Because you know they had to stay after school. Oh, well. Clean it up. We so, Vic- Victoria, you guys put baby oil on the stairs, too? Yeah, they made us all come out during class and clean it up. I think we did get out of class. So whose idea was that, Victoria? Were you part of that brain trust meeting that was like, ooh, let's do baby oil. Let's make people fall downstairs. That's always a good thing. Follower. Uh, A leader with that one. (laughs) Did you guys get in trouble for that? Yeah, I mean, the people who came up with it got in trouble, but I didn't. I'm okay. (laughs) Because she's a follower. (laughs) Thank you, Mackenzie, for your phone call. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. You too. Call us up, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. Did you have a senior prank? And did you, it, was it actually a prank? Because a school in North Carolina, the students filled the toilets with cement. And then they just basically, they just, they just destroyed the school. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's not a prank at all. They turned over, they'd broken his classes, turned over desks, damaged lockers, graffitied, egged the place. Like, they just vandalized their school. They really left their mark. You know, I they think did. sometimes you fear when you leave that this people is will not going to happen. Yeah, people will remember that. When I was in seventh grade, uh, we vandalized our school. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, well, because I used to do graffiti and stuff when I was a kid. So me and my friends went up, tagged up the school and it made the news. It was amazing. Oh, nice. oh, wow. I remember sitting there. We were like, we had to run. We had to run from the cops. And then so we went, we tagged up the school and then we had to run through this big field. The cops came because somebody called the cops and then we were laying down in the field. The cops went by and then they were checking around the field. We ended up getting away, whatever. But then we get to the house and then the next day on the news. They were reporting on the school being tagged up and all of us sat there and high-fived and drank <laughs> our, our grape sodas and we were like, hell yeah. We did it, guys. really made it. We did, yeah. So that was a highlight of my life right did, there. Did you have a tag name? Um, Yes, I did. What was it? Well, yeah, I want to know. Well, I had two. <laughs> I'm like, does that mean that you can't? Is it inappropriate? <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't. One was Creso, C-R-E-S-O-2, because... The number one gave me that name so I could be number two. And the other, <laughs> then I was with another crew, and, I, and then I was Sir S I R. 
Huh. <laughs> okay. Sir. I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see you so much as a sir, I know. but you know. Now that I say it, it's kind of funny. Hi, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. Did you do a senior prank and was it actually a prank? Good morning. <laughs> Rihanna is trending. Ooh. Rihanna is so rich. How rich is she? Oh, I was like, (laughs) She just rocked a $600,000 toe ring. Whoa. She's so rich. She can have diamonds drip from her toes. And the best part about it is when she posted this TikTok of her just like walking around with these blingy toes, her caption was quiet luxury. (laughs) I don't know how quiet your blingy toe is, but oof. Quiet luxury. Quiet luxury. There's nothing quiet about having a $600,000 ring on your pinky toe. That is loud luxury. Yeah, I know. And she is the most um, wealthy woman in music right now. Is she really? Really? Is she a billionaire? She's close. Oh, yeah. She has to be. Hands down a billionaire. Yeah, I mean, with Fenty and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, she is a billionaire. But like, what? (laughs) I want a toe ring worth even 20 bucks. I'd wear a toe ring. Huh. Well, they're cute. Yeah. You should wear a toe ring. No, Thank the you. toe ring. <laughs> Thank you. I did get a pedicure the other day. Did you notice? You noticed? I have Thank never you. seen your toes in my life, but they're you know what? They're not cute. <laughs> Flash them. Yeah, they're not cute at all. I feel bad anytime I go get my pedicure for the person who has to touch my oh. toes. <laughs> I feel so terrible for them. I bet you there's somebody out there that loves it. If you just need a little bit of self-esteem in reference to your feet, take a picture and post it and see what <laughs> foot true. fetish person comes running. True. If you post feet online, oh, no. no matter what kind of feet they are, you will find a person who's like, I love them, send me more. I know. <laughs> side note, if you do, which app do you use? Because I'm really sincerely thinking about this as a side hustle. But that's what's trending. The Jubal Show on demand. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, my name is Pete Eakins, and I'm calling from Contemporary Art Museum. I was looking for Dana. Uh, yeah, this is me. Where's it at? Um... I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the piece of art that's gone missing. We've gone back and checked the cameras. You've been here four times in the last three weeks. So you've obviously been casing the place. That one of the pieces from our featured installations of Bosky 8 has gone missing. Um, okay. You work at the museum. It's, I'm head of security for the museum, yes. I'm head of the security for the museum. And I'm calling yeah. you to give you a chance to return the Bosquette painting that you've stolen, and I won't call the real police to come and arrest you and put you in jail for a very long time. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, I've come to the museum, like, all the time. I mean, you're not wrong. Four times in the last three weeks, you've been casing the joint, trying to get a, trying to steal some art, trying to take some art from our Gene Mitchell Bosquette Wow, dude. Yeah, that's embarrassing for you. Um, It's Jean-Michel Basquiat. So tight, but I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I work at the museum, so I think I might know a thing or two more about art than you, except you are an art thief, so maybe you do know more than Yeah, I'm not, though. I don't, like, what? How? Like, there's no way. Where's the Bosco 8? I don't, I mean, are you serious? I don't 
how how like what are you even trying to say? I literally I'm, just came to look at them. You came to look at them four times in the last three weeks. Three of those times you were yeah, obviously casing the joint. One time you had sunglasses on for a little bit when you were inside. Were there cameras in those so you could look at an exit strategy and things like that? You have people in the van outside looking at screens or something. How'd you do it? So what? I was there four times. Yeah, that's true. But I didn't take any. And each and every time looking at the Boscawoots. Okay, it's Basquiat, dude. This What's is crazy. What's Basquiat? What, what, you put it in a basket? Is that what you said? You work at this museum and you don't even know how to pronounce it? Jean-Michel Basquiat. The, okay, so that's your accomplice. Fine, I'm writing that name down and I need you to return that painting or else I'm calling the real cops. Okay, dude, well, I don't have any f- art because Whoa. I didn't steal anything. So that sounds like your problem to figure out. Then but what, I okay, I saw you leaving on the security camera with something rolled up in your hand. You want to tell me what that is, Missy? Yeah, that's because I bought a poster from the gift shop. You idiot. Of course I had something rolled up in my arm. It was something I paid for. And you know how many times I've seen movies where people act like they're buying a poster from the museum gift shop, but really it's the original? Okay, well, that's maybe a movie, but that did not happen. I didn't feel anything. I saw Nicolas Cage do it in National Treasure, and you did it to us. Oh, okay. Wow, okay, yeah, that was a crazy movie that isn't real. Yeah, I'm sure you saw that. He was arrested. They were trying to arrest him for that crime as well. Yeah, in the movie, but I didn't do that. I bought a poster at a gift shop at the museum. That's what that was. I didn't feel anything. That was a movie based on real-life events. Not even close. And that's where you got your idea. Yeah, I got my idea from the National Treasure movie. You know what? Call the real cops, you moron. What are you talking about? Um, I'm talking about that this is actually a phone prank. This is Jubal from the Jubal Show doing a phone prank on you, and your friend (laughs) Tiffany set you up. What? Dude, my blood pressure is like spiking. I was about to get pissed. She said you've been to the museum a bunch in the last few weeks. and Oh, my God. I have, like, constantly. Well, yeah, you've been trying to steal one of the Bosco 8s. <laughs> Dude, if you say his name wrong, one more time, my head's going to explode. The Jubal Show on demand. It's time. War of the Roses, only on the Jubal Show. William is on the phone today for War of the Roses to catch a cheater, and he thinks that his girlfriend of three months, Chloe, might be cheating. That's pretty quick to already think somebody might be messing around. But William, thank you for your email and agreeing to do this. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with Chloe. Yeah, so um, Chloe and I, we've been, you know, kind of seeing each other for, like you said, about three months now. And, you know, it's gotten pretty hot pretty heavy which is nice and you know we've been hanging out quite a lot at her place at my place you know going out to dinners going out meeting up for lunches walks in the park and everything it's about a week ago i saw the other night that you know on her instagram that she was hanging out with a bunch of like a bunch of guys and but was like particularly like hanging on to like one guy in particular mm. So I, I texted her about it and I was like, yo, what's going on? Like, and it took her a while to respond. It has been super flaky ever since. Like I haven't seen her in like at least four days, which is rare oh. for us. Like usually we're pretty tight and, um, that's, uh, kind of where I'm at right now. Like she just, she just really won't get to the point and won't, I, I thought we were exclusive, but you know, apparently not. So she just danced around the question when you asked her about the other dudes? She didn't even say anything about it? Yeah, she was just like, I was out with friends. You didn't press any harder? 
at that time I was trying to just be chill about it. Mm-hmm. But like, it's gotten to the point now where, like I said, I haven't seen her in four days and I'm like, what is going on here? This is kind of a messed up theory and it's not me jumping to her cheating. It's more of a power play. You know, like oh. when you've been seeing somebody for like three months and you're like, I'm just going to go do whatever I want and see how far I can get, like, see how much I can get away with. Oh, interesting. You know, and then yeah. you take a few days and you're like, ha ha, let me, maybe even subconsciously, I think people do this. So maybe, you know, mm-hmm. it's something like that. So this could actually potentially be more of a flag for you than it is cheating. I guess. I Like I said, I kind of wanted to figure it out. Yeah. And either way, it sucks, William. I'm sorry. Yeah. And did you guys have the conversation like, you know, hey, we're now official. Like, did you guys officially make it official? I didn't think we needed to, but um, no, we have not. Even three months, too. It's like hard to know how people react when they're in bad moods. Like when something happens, like sometimes when you retreat, that doesn't present itself until later. I'm sorry. I'm going really deep with all these (laughs) possibilities. But I think that there could be other options here rather than her cheating. She could have really just been out with friends. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm being optimistic. Either that or I'm super toxic and always have an excuse for somebody's <laughs> sketchy behavior. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll try to figure it out for you. Um, you suggested that we call from the grocery store like we normally do, pretend to be from the grocery store that she's a rewards card member at, and offer like a, a couple's picnic as the giveaway that we're doing instead of free flowers, right? Right. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay, so we'll do that. We'll play a song, come back, and then pretend to be from the grocery store that she's a rewards card member at. Remember, remember, member at and tell her that every single month we choose one rewards card member at random who gets a fabulous prize for shopping with us. And it'll be a a picnic date on us. I'll say it better than that when I do it. OK, cool. But that's what it'll be. We'll play a song, come back and find out if she is cheating with your War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater next. If you're just joining us for today's War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater, William is on the phone and he thinks that his girlfriend of three months named Chloe, might be cheating on him. And we're about to call her and see if we can catch her. Hopefully she's not. But William, why don't you refresh everybody's memory about why you suspect that your girlfriend might be cheating? Yeah, so Chloe and I pretty much going solid for three months. And then on her Insta story, she was hanging all over one particular guy on a night out with friends uh, the whole night. And uh, I texted her about it. And she's just been a flake ever since. And I thought it was four days, but now it's actually five. So that I've actually, since I've heard from her. All right, we're about to call her and pretend to be from the grocery store that she's a rewards card member at and say that every single month we choose one rewards card member at random to say thank you for shopping with us by winning a fabulous gift and it'll be a couple's picnic basket with all kinds, of, probably a lot of stuff from the bread aisle. Oh, that'd be awesome. Aisle, <laughs> and some bubbles. Spreads. Maybe. Yeah. Ooh. And we'll say it's a couple's thing and um, try to get the name of who she would invite with her. And she, we'll see if she would take William or somebody else. All right, man, you ready to call her? Yeah, let's get it done. All right, here we go. Hello? Hi, is this Chloe? This is Chloe. Chloe, how are you? My name is Jorben. I'm calling from and you're a rewards card member with us, and I'm calling to tell you you're this month's big winner. Congratulations. What? Really? What did I win? Oh, well, maybe you don't know. Every single month we choose one rewards card member, totally random, who gets uh, an awesome freebie just for being a loyal customer with us. It's our way of saying thank you for shopping. And what you've won, Chloe, is a picnic on us. (laughs) Shut up. 
It's a picnic basket with all kinds of assorted items from the grocery store, of course, including champagne and even some kind of a fun thing, bubbles that you can blow and bubbles that you can drink because <laughs> we do have a, you know, a kid's section. <laughs> you can invite another person and we will actually send them flowers from our floral department to tell them that they're invited to this beautiful romantic occasion. Oh, my God. I picked the right grocery <laughs> store. It's like the whole deal. So do I just like come to the store and pick it up or how does it work? Well, we, yeah, um, we can get you all the information. We'll email it to you and then you can kind of pick the items that you would like and we'll tell you more about the location and everything else. As far as sending an invite out to a person that you'd like to take, if you know who you would like to take right now, I can do the, get the information in just a couple of minutes over the phone. <laughs> oh no, let's just do it now. Oh, great. Okay. And it's very simple. I would just need the first and last name of the other party that would be attending the picnic. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's do Eric. And you can um, send like a note with it. Would you like to put anything on a, a card? Oh, uh, yeah. It can just say, um, the other night was fun. Let's do it again sometime. I would want to get the address from you if I was actually from the grocery store, but I'm not. What? Yeah, this is actually Jubal from the Jubal Show. It's a radio show. Hi, Chloe. I'm Nina. Hi, and I'm Victoria. Yeah. And um, we do a segment that's called War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater, where if you think your significant other might be seeing someone else, we see if we can catch them. And your boyfriend, William, is actually on the phone and has been listening. My boyfriend, William. Is he not your boyfriend? Um, That would be news to me if he was. Wait, what are you talking about, Chloe? We've been seeing each other steady for like three months now. And you and you pretty much ghosted me for the last five days, and apparently this is what's been going on. So, no, it's, it's cool. Let's take it back a notch. So we've only been seeing each other for three months and have never had any kind of boyfriend girlfriend relationship conversation. In fact, I spent like a week dropping hints to you that I was ready to take this seriously, and you didn't take a single hint. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to wait around because it didn't seem like you wanted that. So I don't, I'm really a little confused by what, honestly, all of this whole last like five minutes on the phone, this entire exchange, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that I'm not a mind reader or anything like that, but I, you know, I, if if you wanted to be exclusive with me, I don't understand why you just didn't ask. Well, if you wanted to be exclusive with me, then why didn't you just ask? It goes both ways, hon. No, I figured, you didn't ask me. I, I figured from my moral perspective, we were together for three months. I'm not I'm not running out there dropping Insta stories with like six guys draping all over one for the whole entire night and then never get back to me regarding when I ask about it. Like you're just out there and just completely ghost me for five days. So that's 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 how you show you want to be exclusive with somebody. Uh, no, the many hints that I dropped for like a week solid that you didn't pick up any of them made me think that that's not what you wanted. And I didn't really, since we'd only been together for three months, if you weren't interested, I was fine with just like moving on because it didn't seem like you were interested. And I don't love your reaction to all of this, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, how was I supposed to, how was I supposed to figure this out when, I mean, this was my, it, it felt like this was my only recourse. But you thought I was your girlfriend and you never even asked me to be your like, you Like, okay, so clearly we have communication issues to start. But, like, what? Yeah, again, <laughs> like, I'm sorry I'm not a mind reader. I couldn't figure out that you were dropping hints just as much as I was. 
Chloe, do you think that any part of you posted that story, though, because you wanted William to see it? I mean, I, I, I don't care if he saw it. Like, it was nothing inappropriate. The picture she's talking about, there was nothing crazy going on there. It was me hanging out with friends. Like, I thought his reaction to it was a lot, especially considering we were just casually seeing each other as far as I knew. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like if we had had like an adult rational conversation about this, maybe things would be different, but it doesn't seem like he, maybe he's not capable of those. I don't know. This is a negative turn here. We've taken like, (laughs) I also didn't cheat on him. Like I went on a date with somebody and I had a good time, but like, we didn't even kiss. So like, you can say I'm like a horrible person who cheated on this person. that I didn't even know that I was a boyfriend, but like, that's not what happened. I just thought it wasn't going anywhere. So I moved on. What happened to the like not texting him back, though, when he was like, what's up with the dudes in the story, though? So there was there was a communication gap and that was you. Yeah, I mean, because after I had dropped hints that I thought we were getting serious and then he just didn't take any of those and never like made any communication or indication that he wanted something more. I was like, um, I don't really have to answer to you right now for hanging out with my friends. Like, even now, mm-hmm. this feels like controlling. Like, you can't, well, I can't <laughs> hang out with friends and I can't, I can't date anybody, but I wasn't exclusive with you. Like, it's all, what? All right. So in hearing all of this, and I, I'm, I'm sorry for assuming that we were together. I, I, I wholeheartedly apologize, Chloe. And if you wanted to go exclusive and I wanted to go exclusive, I'll just be flat out and say it on the radio. Do you want to be exclusive? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did, but now I'm questioning it a little bit after this madness. If I'm being really honest, like I'm not saying no, but I do like, we got to talk a little bit, you know, we got to get back into the groove a little bit before I just say yes. But like, I'm not, I am interested. I'll make the first step. Why don't we send those flowers to Chloe? Um, well, they're made up flowers. You can get flowers for Chloe, though. We can certainly pick things back up and see what happens and have actual conversations about yeah. it. It's not yeah. a flat yeah. yes. But it's a, it's a soft know, yes. We can, we can talk it out. I get it. You felt like I was cheating on you and you were, you got hot about it. So, like, maybe you weren't you know, using your brain, but <laughs> a little bit today, <laughs> but we can talk about it. Let's keep an open mind and see what happens. Hopefully you can take that soft yes and make it a hard yes. Well, That's even dirty. They got to make it that way. You know? <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. <laughs> Hello, Yes. Hello, you. Oh my gosh. Morning. <laughs> yeah. How are Hi. you? <laughs> I am good. How are you? Good. So you have a dirty little secret, huh? I do. I've had it for a little while. Sweet. Let's hear it. So back around 1998, my stepfather passed away, and my mom lived out in the country, and so did I. We were about 45 minutes apart. I was coming home with groceries one day, and I really had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, I didn't okay. realize my mom was really getting ready to sell her house so it was on my way home and you know you gotta go you gotta go and so I stopped at her house because I knew it would be open she never locked the doors and I ran in they had four bathrooms so I ran into the first one and did my business but then realized I couldn't flush it and I was oh. like oh no this was not good oh, no. so um 
I left, and this was before everybody had cell phones, so I didn't get to call and tell her what happened. So I kind of forgot about it. Two weeks go by, and kind of the same thing happened again. I'm on the way home, and it just hit me. And I was like, I'll just run in. I'll go to the back bathroom. It probably works. Should work. Should have tried it out first. And again, same thing happened. <laughs> so my mom literally thought someone came in there and took a crap in both toilets and just left them that way. I've never told her because she doesn't find things like that funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you, not one time, two. But twice. Because she was like, I don't understand why anybody would do that. It's horrible. I'm like, it is. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> kind of monster would do thing that. To do. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny. Well, thank you for telling uh, us your dirty little secret. That was that was. You're awesome. welcome. I listen to you guys all the time, and I was like, I got to tell them. <laughs> Thank you. I had to tell somebody. No one knows this story. Well, your secret's safe with us. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. Okay, cool. You guys have a great day. Thank you. You too. The Jubal Show on demand. I think there's about to be a girl fight. (laughs) The Jubal Show. It's a passionate conversation. Yeah, there. I walked in studio, and Nina and Victoria (laughs) were going at it about something. And I don't know what it is because there was a lot of weird things being brought up. <laughs> okay. I heard something about Sharknado. Yeah. And then I heard something about um, the Loch Ness Monster. Mm-hmm. And then it started to get heated. I was like, hold on, you guys. Let's talk about this on the air. And I want to know what the argument is about. And you can weigh in too. 888-343-1061. So what's the issue, Nina and Victoria? Well, Vic, you want to start out? I would love to. So (laughs) this started because I mentioned I met someone who works on a submarine. Mm -hmm. Hang on one second, Victoria. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So he works on a submarine and I asked him, like, aren't you scared by all, like, the unknown sea creatures in the sea? Uh And he, he said no, but if you think about it, there's so much of the ocean we haven't even explored like, I bet you there's a Megalodon somewhere down there. And that's at my point. I started laughing and go, wait, are you serious? You believe in a Megalodon? Absolutely. And then I mentioned, like, <laughs> how Nina doesn't believe in a lot of other sea creatures. And one of them I brought up was the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, and because you know why? Let me tell you facts about the Loch Ness Monster. This is so great. National Geographic. So, <laughs> whales. Okay. No, no, no. So so Nina's you, pulling up facts I got, about Loch Ness I got Monster. facts. Okay. So, when people would facts. say that they believed that they saw, like, the spout, like, mm-hmm. in the water or whatever, mm-hmm. it's actually a whale upside down, and it's its thing thing <laughs> that pops up. And it just, it's a whale's thingy. I don't fully believe Look, that. That's a fact? Yeah, yes. Facts, and I'm not sure that's a fact. That is, I've never, I've looked into the Loch Ness Monster a lot, and I've never seen a story about the Loch Ness Monster being actually whale? being a whale ween. It is, though. I see what? Google. I saw it on Uber Facts. Google. It was on Uber Facts, okay? You know, if you follow Uber Facts, it says that most people think that they actually spotted the Loch Ness Monster and but the people it was that it was actually a whale's wee wee. Okay. What a pervert whale. Flashing <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Want to show it off? Yeah. Hey, check this out. I guess if I was a whale and I had what whales have, I would do the same thing. Hey, guys, look at this. Doesn't this look like a prehistoric dinosaur? It's so huge. Okay. No. <laughs> so, there you go. Okay, but this place that you found this fact, yeah, is it like a Wikipedia where I just anyone said Uber facts, Uber facts, 
Is it similar to like Wikipedia where everyone can just Sounds add like their own Sounds like a social facts? media account. Okay, well, I don't All right. know if that's You true. know what? I'm going to Google it again. Loch <laughs> <laughs> Ness Monster. There's, okay. Whale. I'm more on Victoria's side on this because the ocean is, we have not explored so much of the ocean. We know more about mm-hmm. space than we do what's under the ocean. And NASA... They actually were supposed to explore space and the ocean, and NASA went into the ocean when they first kind of started, and they found something because they stopped. They were like, uh-uh, we are not going underwater anymore. We're just going to focus on space, guys. Look away from the ocean. There's nothing to see there. Nothing to see in the ocean. Oh, this is funny. These headlines. <laughs> What'd you Google? I Googled Loch Ness Monster and a whale wee-wee. And it, wow. And some oh, of them- typed in? And somebody yeah. texted in at 41061 said, how did a whale get into a lake? <laughs> Very good point, Texter. Well, I guess it was just a certain professor that believed that. So now I feel like what a pervert professor. So one of you believes in big sharks, and the other one believes in the internet. You're both wrong. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's right, wrong, or right anymore. I don't either. I don't know what's worse though. Jubal is on the same page as Victoria, <laughs> or I was wrong. I think I'm right. So. I'm or whales are exhibitionists. I think it's the only thing we learned that whales are exhibitionists, and they should put pants on. <laughs> what's trending with Nina? Cash stuffing. Huh? Cash stuffing is what's trending. So is that where you hide cash in parts of your body? Uh, you could probably do it because I've been into that for a while. Does <laughs> <laughs> anybody want to borrow a dollar? <laughs> so um, no. Okay. But Gen Z basically has decided to be anti credit cards. They're just over carrying around the plastic, and they're all about the cash. So if you're saving up for something, they've got envelopes mm. basically stacked all over the place with a certain amount of cash in it. So mm. I actually think it's kind of a good idea. It probably helps you be a little bit more responsible with your money but yeah definitely because when you can see the cash stack going down you know you're spending money (laughs) right right? on a card you don't really see it Mm -mm. on your phone when you use apple pay no idea right it's like even when you see a number it's not the same as that you know exactly so the more you know (laughs) that's what's trending by the way you can follow the show on social media at the jubal show if you'd like to also you can follow me at jubal fresh if you would like to fresh nina you can follow nina (laughs) at nina on the air and victoria at the letter V, Ramirez 00. Okay. <laughs> there you go. The Jubal Show on demand. American. You are grounded. Standard British. You are grounded. Ha. Devonshire. You are grounded. German. You are grounded. Scottish. <laughs> you are grounded. Geordie. Wow. You are grounded? Brummy. You are grounded. <laughs> that's a video that's going viral on TikTok of a woman who's a dialect expert saying you are grounded in every language imaginable or every accent imaginable, basically. That's amazing. So since that's going viral, I want to ask the question, is it okay to discipline someone else's kids? And what are the ground rules, mm. rules with that? Mm, great question. I dare you. You are grounded. Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061, because I guess also Nina disciplined somebody else's kids this weekend. Yeah, kids plur- weekend. kids plural. So I was with my best friend, and we went up to the mountains for well, the weekend. Hold on. We'll tell the story when we come back. Oh, duh. Oh, I forgot. This is- <laughs> <laughs> right after this, it's the Jubal Show. Grounded. Northern Irish. Yeah, 
are grounded. New Zealand. You are grounded. British RP. You are grounded. New York. <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> that's a video that's going viral on TikTok of a woman saying you're grounded in a bunch of different accents. And that made us ask the question, is it okay to discipline other people's children? You can, in my opinion, you should be able to if you can do it in a different accent. But also, <laughs> Nina disciplined somebody else's children over the weekend. Yeah, and what are the rules around it, I think, specifically, is the question for me. Mm-hmm. So this weekend, I went up to the mountains with my friend and her kids and my other friend and her kids. So there's three ladies, five babies. Whoa. So there's Three ladies, five babies. <laughs> three, three ladies, five babies. <laughs> Sounds like a, a movie. I like know. A, like a hangover movie, but for parents. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that was all of us at the pool. And now I'm the single auntie, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this thing that happens when I come around where my friends are like, cool, auntie's here. I get a break. Take my kid. And I like to be helpful because I know that it's hard, you know, juggling all of your babies. So we're at the pool. They and- juggle their babies? <laughs> you know, nice. a talent. I know. Skills. <laughs> so two of the little ones are starting to go at each other in the pool, smacking each other and all this stuff. So I try to move them apart all nicely, doing the auntie thing like, we don't hit each other. <laughs> and then one of them just kept really going at it. The other one, like, is an instigator. The other one's starting to cry and swim away with their little swimmies. And so- the, the parents, because they have to deal with it all the time, they pawn it off to you and they're not paying any attention. Oh, no, they? they're on lawn chairs drinking rosé. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. So I take one of them and I was like, I had to discipline him and I put him in the little corner and I was like, this is our time out. You can't go back in the pool mm-hmm. unless you promise you won't hit. And like, he still was being feisty, so I made him sit out and he was very angry. Mm-hmm. So he's starting to fuss and I'm trying to deal with this fussy kid and nobody really saw me do that, but as it was happening, I felt kind of weird, like should I be doing this? Should I be getting the mom to come over here to do this? Can I do this? Right. It feels weird when you do that to another person's kids. I put a kid in timeout that's not my kid. You know? (laughs) I think, I mean, in my opinion, it's okay to do that. If it's your friend's kid and they know you and you're, that's an appropriate way to do it. What are the ground rules, right? If you're not a physical discipline, obviously no, don't spank somebody else's no, kid. If you, no. if you are into spanking, don't spank by the way. But anyway, um, if you're into that and that's your form of discipline, don't do that to someone else's kid. Don't shout at someone else's kid. But I think putting them in timeout is cool. I got so much hate on a plane one time because there was these two kids that were running up and down the aisles of the plane, running up and down the aisles of the plane. And they were hitting like people's arms off the thing. They were hitting, you know, the trays and stuff like that. They were wreaking havoc in this plane. Right? It's a good thing it wasn't a Delta flight because they would have punched <laughs> those kids in the face. Because <laughs> yeah. that's their thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Was it Delta or United? Is one it? Of, it's it's <laughs> one of them that punched the passenger in the face. Anyway. I don't think that was Delta. Oh, okay. Well, Delta, never mind. Delta wouldn't do that. But United might. So, but but they were they were running up and down and everybody around me was getting so annoyed, but nobody was saying anything. And I was on the edge. And so I said, hey, man, to the kid, one yeah. of the kids. And he came up to me and I was like, um, people on this plane are trying to do their thing, blah, blah, blah. Like you're running around, you just hit that lady's elbow. You almost knocked my drink off this. Please go and sit down. That's a, nice. not a yeah. that nice. That was pretty nice, right? I didn't say anything that I really actually wanted to say yeah. to him, but I was, because I was frustrated. Everybody was frustrated. Mm-hmm. The people next to me looked at me and one guy goes, thanks. And I was like, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> then the flight attendant came up to me and was like, 
um, excuse me, I'll handle that type of stuff, and you shouldn't be doing that to someone else's kids. And the parents were super mad at me. And I was like, what? what? And I said to the flight attendant, I was like, you're just, you're running up and down the aisles, though. You're cool with that? Like, isn't that dangerous? Yeah. And then she took my drink. (laughs) And it was full? And put, it was like half full. And then threw it away. And then I was like, did you take my drink and throw it away because of that? And she's like, I thought you were done. No, you didn't. You were mad. You thought I was drunk. (laughs) Disciplining kids. But I don't know why people were so angry with me. I thought that I was doing a good job there by just respectfully saying, hey, sit down. And also, those parents should have been watching the kid. But as that parent, too, okay, Brad, producer Brad, you're the one parent here. Yeah. So if you're the parent, though, and maybe you're busy with another kid or doing something else and your child is acting up, wouldn't you be kind of thankful that somebody else stopped your child from doing hitting other people on a plane not even a little bit but if they're not don't even look at my kid don't talk to my kid don't discipline my kid don't even don't don't just ignore my kid and come (laughs) talk to me discipline the parents not the kids that's a good point it's not the kids fault in the first place parents are bad parents and they're letting their kids run around you go to the parent you go whose kid is this you know yeah. what I mean? You can All do right. it like that, but go straight to the parent is my thing. Like in your weekend thing, I know that your friends, it's a little bit different, right, but I would have right. been like, Julie, get your butt over here. This, your kids are hitting each other. <laughs> That's what I'm on the said. plane. I should have done that. Yeah. Gone to the hey, whose said, kids are these? Hey, wrangle your offspring, bro. <laughs> exactly that. Wrangle them. Yes. <laughs> They're running around. Wrangle those things. I think you still would have lost your drink because you were trying to scream at somebody right. else on the plane. And I said, wrangle your offspring. You're like, this guy is weird. <laughs> Text in 41061. What are the ground rules? And would you be upset if somebody disciplined your kid? It's time for what's trending, was Nina? Mm-hmm. Yes, and a $13 t-shirt from Walmart is what's trending. Of course. Nice. Yeah. Do you guys watch Succession? Yes. Excellent show. And it just had its <laughs> series finale on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? So on that episode of the show, a character by the name of Roman Roy was wearing a T-shirt, a blue T-shirt with stripes on it. And so since then, a bunch of fans from the show were like, we're going to find this T-shirt because I want this Roman Roy T-shirt. And they found it at Walmart in the kids <laughs> wow. section. So now, <laughs> and now every single size has been completely sold out. Wow. wow. Yeah. I know. Dang. Even the small? It's a kid section. Exactly. All of the sizes are sold out. Wow. Um, how much is the shirt? 13 bucks? $13. Oh, they should re-release that shirt, but make it $113. <laughs> Honestly, they probably could. And people would be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously, that's crazy. Um, and no spoilers, please, because I haven't watched it yet. But uh, that's what's trending. The Jubal Show on demand. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, 
iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 